If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. Right now, Drizzly is giving all new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And use promo code FASTBY for $5 off your first order. Doing? Oh, let me get my mug up there. There we go. <clears throat> it's uh, Greg Dzinski, uh fully licensed professional counselor, relationship sex specialist in Metro Detroit. <clears throat> Welcome. It's been a while since I've been live. I have been uh, helping lobby for, and I know everybody that knows me knows I hate politics, but been uh, lobbying for House Bill 4325. To no, Let me ensure. Oh, there oh, we go. What the hell it's happened? Greg Dzinski, uh, fully licensed professional counselor. Hold on a second. Sex specialist. There we go. Okay, let's try that again. Anyways, um, you can comment down below. Been lobbying for House Bill forty three twenty five, and I want a huge uh, for the state of Michigan. I want to thank um, got all of us uh, licensed professional counselors rallying together to get this pushed through the Senate. I want to thank. Um, oh my God, Andy, Michael, Carol, Catherine, Brian, uh, James, uh, for two organizations to help get this um, pushed through the House. Now it's on to the Senate to help protect uh, licensed professional counselors. More importantly, to help us protect the clients we serve in the work that we do. Okay, it's all about the clients. Uh, over 200,000 at least in the state of Michigan. So a huge round of applause to our efforts, or not my efforts, but everybody else's efforts, the heads of uh, the MCA, the Michigan uh, Mental Health um, Counseling Association, and all those that are supporting us. So a huge round of applause to them and a huge thank you. Now, gonna get on to the Art of Relationships show and hopefully everybody's doing okay. And you know what? You can chime in, add your discussion points down below. Going to talk about, of course, you know what? Unhealthy defense tactics that you use in your relationship, okay? And we know it. You know it. You know what you use. Maybe you don't. Maybe your partner says, you know what? You get defensive. You get this and that. You know what? When we talk about a, maybe a heated or maybe a little bit anxiety-provoking subject in your relationship you know what sex is whack not enough affection not enough romance 
not feeling loved, respected, desired. You know the routine. You've been listening to the show for a long time now. Um, when you get on this, and they might say you get defensive. You know what? You withdraw when I want to talk to you. What are the unhealthy defense tactics that you use in your relationship? And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's looking at what do you do so you can change it, okay? It's holding that mirror up to your face and being able to look at, you know what, what the heck is going on? So you can comment down below, people. I'm going to put a little hello on there. Um, but what do you use in your relationship? You know what? Do you automatically start blaming your partner for stuff? Do you, oh, what about this one? Are you one that whines, sort of, plays the victim role? It goes into, you know what, the poor me aspect, okay? And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's looking at do you do that and do you play the poor me, the victim role? Oh, you know what? I'm no good. I'm unlovable. <laughs> I'm always wrong, I'm always this, that you go in and you start sulking as a form of manipulation. Let's face it, you know what, maybe you're using it as a tactic for your partner to feel sorry for you and all of a sudden, right, what they feel, right, comes back and now it's not important because the focus is on you and trying to soothe you because you're playing the victim role. What's another aspect we talk about, you know, withdrawing? We could yell and um, scream back and forth. Or how many times do you get resentful when your partner asks you to do something? It could be going out, you know, a night on the town to going to a play, theater, a movie, the zoo, whatever, right? And your partner really isn't in the mood, but they're going to say, oh, okay, I'll go. Yeah, I didn't really want to be here, but, you know, the resentful that you are, you know what, you're having compliance with that individual, right? You're consenting to it, but then you're resentful after. You're making them know, dragging your feet, maybe being a child, pouting about you don't want to be there, and that is not a good situation at all, people. You want to get in a situation where you break these habits, and are you able to, um, you know, kick it up a notch, and are you able to go back and stop the blaming, stop the name-calling back and forth? You know what? Get rid of the victim mentality that it's all poor you and take an active stance and going after what is healthy in your relationship. You know what? Are you able to maybe accept the truth? Okay, maybe it's not necessarily the truth, right? I talk about often about the perception, right? And going after how you feel, number one. What are you doing to go after what your partner feels? And I want them, of course, to do the same instead of blaming. Well, it's your fault. You know what? You made me feel this way. You made me slap you. You made me leave the house. You made me, you get where I'm going with that with the blaming aspect, okay? You need to stop it and then go after and self-soothe and use emotional maturity to be able to go after it, people, and look at what the hell is your partner feeling, okay? Why are they feeling this way? You know what? What's causing them to be pissed off, to be angry, okay? Human emotions, right? We have a right. We can be, right? Angry, hurt, sad, um, maybe melancholy, maybe, you know what, indifferent. 
that's okay. It's part of human emotions and human feelings. What we do with that, and I've said this a thousand times, people, you know what, what we do with that, that's on us, though. We doesn't give us the right to always blame our partner, play the victim role, or to be whiny and pouty and say, oh, I'll do this. Yeah, I'm only doing this because I love you. You know what, I really don't want to do this. I wanted to stay home, but I'm coming with you. That's almost like obligation, right? How many people would like to have sex with their partner and just say, let's face it, oh, I'm just doing this just to please you. Is that a turn on? Hell to the no, right? Most people are like, you know what, forget it. I'm going to take care of myself type by aspect, okay? So you need to knock it off. If you do consent to do stuff, do not, you know what, go back and start pouting and start, you know what, making it difficult for your partner because they probably would rather have you not be there anyways. It's about that ebb and flow. It's about the mutual support for one another. So you need to stop these defensive tactics that are unhealthy that is creating a lot more distance in your relationship, okay? So, again, it's not a right or wrong. It's looking at what the hell happens. Hey, Sabrina, what's happening? Good morning, gorgeous. I think you're... Uh, you're on the wrong uh, show, Sabrina. No, <laughs> I appreciate you lying about that. But no, ho hopefully you're doing okay. Everything's going smooth. But you look at, going back on this, people, you know, what pattern do you use? Is it a pattern? Maybe you don't even know what you're doing to get defensive in your relationship. Instead of reaching for alternatives, start reaching for solutions and going after, like I said, number one, what your partner is feeling, okay? Trying to find out what are they hurt about, what are they upset about, and not judging it, okay? That you're not going after and bashing them and blaming for how they feel. Oh, you're mad. Well, here we go again. And then you stop listening, right? Some people withdraw, and I get it, right? They don't want an argument. They don't want to fight. So that's another aspect that some people withdraw, and they never come back and talk about the issue, okay? That's another defense tactic that, let's face it, it's unhealthy, but we need a break. So when I say, and I'll tell couples in my office, it's okay, you know what? If one person withdraws because they don't want to get yelled and screamed at, however, that withdrawal process cannot be a long-term thing. It can't be, you know what? I'm withdrawing and we're never going to talk about it again because your partner's going to left feeling, let's face it, unimportant. They're not going to feel love. They're going to feel like, you know what, how I feel doesn't matter. You're just trying to ignore me. And guess what? Emotional distance, physical, sexual distance will, you know, further create a huge, huge divide, okay? You don't want that. So you want to go after what your partner feels. You know what? No matter if it's they're angry, mad, whatever, okay? Quit using unhealthy defensive, you know, tactics to be able to go after what the issue is. Now, can we stop and learn, right? It's very difficult to learn why are you mad? Why are you hurt? Well, you made me do it, and they yell and scream. You can say, you know what, instead of withdrawing, oh, fine, right? Oh, fine, I ain't listening to this, and you walk away, right? <laughs> You need to stop and say, you know what, I want to know what you feel. I want to know what is going on with you, but don't yell and scream. You've heard me mention it many times, okay, repeatedly. You have a right to have self-love and self-respect and not get disrespected. However, you can go ahead and learn what your partner has, you know, going on with them without 
let me face it, without being disrespected, or I should say with, you know, I'll go ahead and say that as I trip over my tongue as usual. So these unhealthy, you know what, tactics need to stop. So stop, you know what, going into a blame aspect. You made me mad. You made me withdraw. And start owning what you do. It takes emotional maturity. I get it. It takes also, you know what, emotional intelligence to be able to self-soothe and to be able to go after. I want to know why are you feeling this way? And what can we do about it? And of course, I want my partner to do that instead of getting so defensive, right? Or the tit-for-tat battles, right? Let's face it, right? You know what? I feel hurt. Well, you make me feel hurt too instead of listening, right? That's a defense tactic that, you know what? Defense tactics, they don't work. They're unhealthy. They create more distance. And you don't want that, okay? <laughs> so stop and go after what that person feels. Learn from it, okay? And then you can deal with it. Stop the tip or tat. Stop the blaming aspect. Stop the whiny, complaining, the victim role aspect. Oh, poor me, poor me type aspect, as I mentioned, okay? I'm going to run down these tactics that a lot of people use and look at which one you use, or maybe you use all of them, depending on your mood, day of the week, that type of aspect, and go after it, okay? How many people use, like I said, the resentful compliance, or you know what, that you're consenting to do something, but you're resentful. Oh, man, you know what, I really don't want to be here. You know, this sucks, I'd rather be doing this. But you're consenting to go with it. Stop. If you're consenting about it, stop complaining about it, okay? Your partner doesn't need that. Your relationship or marriage doesn't need that either. Just go, you know, try to make the best of it, right? Because we all do stuff we don't want to do. It's part of a relationship, part of a marriage. But it's an ebb and flow type aspect, okay? The withdraw aspect I mentioned, right? Be able to stand your ground and say, I want to hear where you have your have to say but you're not going to yell at me okay i'll listen when you stop yelling and or i need a minute i need a couple minutes a little bit to withdraw or to you know maybe not withdraw but to sort of you know what catch your breath okay catch your thought process that's healthy however you need to come back and re-engage and talk about the issues at hand or they're never going to get resolved I mentioned the blaming aspect, okay? How many people, let's get this one. How many people use confusion when, as a defense tactic? Whoa, whoa, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean. And you're lying, right? You use confusion like you have no clue what's going on, but you do. Now, if you don't, you that's where you need to ask about clarity so you're not confused. I didn't know. You didn't tell me. Oh my God, I, uh, and you act so confused, but it's a defense tactic that doesn't work, okay? So stop these aspects and look at what do you do and what can you do to stop these and go after, you know what, that you care about how your partner feels, no matter if they're angry, sad, hurt, withdrawn, okay? Go after that and your partner's going to feel, you know what, a lot more appreciative. They're going to appreciate you for caring, let's face it, what they feel, what they think. They're going to feel like you're more invested in them. All good things, right? Not, And it's not easy when your partner says, you know what, our sex life is whacked. Our sex life, you know what, it's eh, 
mediocre. How would you like your partner come up to you and say that? Oh, yeah, well, fine. See if I ever do you again. See? You start going attacking. You start blaming instead of saying, man, babe, it hurts, man. Let's face it. It would hurt me. It'd be crushed. I'd be like, I got to pick up my game. You know what? Would you be able to look at it and say, what can I do to be better at it instead of getting defensive. That's part of emotional maturity, and that's about having true confidence. I'm not saying it's easy. I make it sound easy. It's not, people, but I want you to be able to go after it and learn what you can do to stop the unhealthy defensive tactics that you use in your relationship and start learning what would it take for you to start hearing the truth or the perception of the truth from your partner regardless of what it is and learn that you want to be better instead of going into a rage, a tit for tat, or you withdraw, right? It's not easy to hear constructive criticism, right? But here's a little quote coming up with, okay? And think about this. Can, you know what? Can you be criticized for constructive criticism, right? Can you be criticized and still know your partner loves you, adores you, okay, and admires you. Even though they might not like what you did, they have a right to feel, right? Disrespected, not loved, not desired, appreciated, or, you know, a priority or important. If they tell you that, you know what? Can you understand that it's constructive criticism? They want to feel more connected to you. Instead of you flipping it around and saying, oh, you don't love me, you don't, you know, adore me, you don't admire me, you can still be criticized. We all do. It's part of growth. It's part of learning and maturing in a relationship or in a marriage. Because we're criticized doesn't mean we're not loved or adored. Got it? So remember that. Think about that. And also teach your partner the same aspect, okay? So they can go ahead and they can mature and grow with you and learn because you are you know what I don't feel loved or respected that doesn't mean you don't love or adore or admire them teach them as well okay so please share my videos on your timeline I very much appreciate it again thank you very much for the ways and means committee um, in the House of Representatives state of Michigan for passing the House Bill 4325 and again, all the people I mentioned from uh, Michigan Mental Health Counselor Association, Michigan Counseling Association, everybody that supported us, now we have to take it through the Senate and have uh, the governor of Michigan sign this uh, so we can continue protecting, helping Michigan citizens, okay? Check out my website, The Art of relationships.org. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, Sabrina, what did you... Oh, you are beautiful inside and out, Greg. Oh, you know what? Don't make me blush. Now, <laughs> take care. Everybody, peace and love to everybody out there. Take care. Bye-bye, people. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.